As a mom, you wear a lot of hats, and sometimes it seems like you're going in a million directions at once. At the 29-Minute Mom, we want to give you the tools to bring it all under control and reach your highest potential. If you give us a few minutes, we'll help you find those extra hours you need every week to achieve balance and satisfaction in everything you're trying to get done. The 29-Minute Mom. It's time just for you. And now, here's your host, life's organization expert, author and coach, Jennifer Ford Berry. Hello, everybody. This is Jennifer Ford Berry, life's organization expert, back again with another episode of the 29 Minute Mom, where we know that every minute of your day counts. And today I'm super excited to talk about a subject very close to my heart. Our guest is Sally Gower, and she is the owner and nutritionist of Eat Well Buffalo. And we're going to talk about everything healthy. We're going to get you motivated to put simple steps into place in your life for you and your children. And Sally is going to really just give us the inside scoop on how we can be healthier and we can make the right choices when it comes to food. So welcome, Sally. Thank you so much for that really nice introduction, Jennifer. It's great to be here. Well, I'm super excited to have you. Um, I was really happy. We, we were both at a women's conference a few weeks ago in Buffalo, and that was just a really, really inspirational day where the basic topics were all about healthy living, healthy eating, healthy body, healthy work. And I don't know about you, Sally, but I left there extremely um, excited and even more educated. Absolutely. I felt the same way. Very motivated. Um, yes. Some great ideas. Yes, I love it. So I was really happy to find you in um, that group of, you know, very inspiring women. And just come to, you know, the fact that you're local makes me even more excited. So I want to just, you know, pick your brain today. This is something that, you know, healthy eating and um, healthy lifestyle is super, super important to me. So I could just talk about this all day long, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, go ahead and just tell everybody, tell our listeners, you know, a little bit about yourself, your past, and how we're, how you got to this point today in your career. Absolutely. Well, thank you. So I, uh, I actually started in the pharmaceutical industry many years ago. I have an MBA. I went the very traditional route, MBA um, in marketing uh, from the University of Buffalo and uh, started in pharmaceutical sales. And it was great when my kids were young um, because it afforded me, it was, it was great money and it was, I found balance with it. But I never quite felt like I was um, helping people as much as I could by getting them to eat a healthier lifestyle. And what I mean by that, Jennifer, is so many times people are so quick to take um, something for high blood pressure, to take a diabetes medication, and not that they're not needed. There's, a, there's absolutely a place for them. But many, many times through lifestyle and eating healthy, we can change our, we can change our health. We can not only prevent disease, but I, I truly believe that we can reverse disease. Um, and, you know, that's not, I don't think I'm out there by saying that. I think a lot of people that know nutrition and know wellness um, believe the same thing. So it, it was uh, just a few years ago where I said, you know, I'm at the point now where I need to do something about this. I completed the um, Institute for Integrative Nutrition course, became a health coach, 
went back to Cornell to their online course and became certified in plant-based nutrition and just felt, um, you know, there was just so much in Buffalo. And of course, you know, it's a great area and I love it here, but we do have some wellness issues. We have um, a very high rate of diabetes and obesity and many of the other um, health issues that, uh, again, are lifestyle driven. Um, we are the land of chicken wings and um, you know pizza. And believe me, I will be the first one to eat eat a great piece of pizza, but I always will ask if they have a whole wheat crust and, you know, less cheese and just do a lot of veggies on the topping. So I'm not saying you have to give up everything, but I'm saying we can modify it to make it work for us. So uh, again, you know, to somewhat answer your question, you started in a very traditional field and then um, evolved into something that um, I left that to try to help um, individuals and groups to uh, to see that lifestyle eating healthy can make a difference in their lives. Mm -hmm. Can we? I mean, you can talk as much as you feel comfortable, but you know, I have some friends that are in the pharmaceutical sales industry, and what really blew my mind is feel, hearing how it works, like the politics of it. Mm. And I think that was one of the things that really kind of pushed me more and more away from medicine um, in general. Is that it's something that really is hard to trust for me. So. You know, I look at the food on the, you know, that was here when we were born and, um, you know, really believe the mo we should eat as much of that as possible, whether it be animals or plants or whatever the case may be, instead of coming up with the new improved yes. quote methods. Uh -oh. So um, I think that that, you know, some of the things just really surprise me and it comes down to we have to remember that there's reasons why certain offices push certain drugs and there's a whole, I mean, you said yourself that you went to school for marketing. So did I, there's a reason. I mean, there's a marketing plan just like anything else out in the world. And you know, I'm constantly saying, well, you know, if we're, if we're told that we need these things, there's a marketing plan behind us telling ex exactly why you will be better. You will be more successful. You will be happier because you have these things. And the same thing happens in the pharmaceutical world where there's a marketing plan put into place. And that I think is super important to for the listeners to hear because um, it doesn't mean it's always exactly what you need or what your body wants. Absolutely, I uh, I totally agree with you, Jennifer. And I think that we have to be the manager of our own health. Um, and what I mean by that is, it's you know I think traditional again traditional health has a place, but exactly like you said, you follow the dollar, and many times you'll follow why things are the way they are. Um, because they're financially driven. But if you, um, you know, if you're, if you read a lot, if you're educated, if you understand sometimes um, why things are the way they are and uh, the control that each one of us does have over our own health, um, you know, I, I think that uh, that will put you on the steps to, uh, to a, a longer and a, and a better and a better quality life. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing, you know, that it makes me think of is just the the impatience issue that our society has. So once we get to the point where our health is failing, we have an issue that has to be cured. It's so much easier and less time consuming oh. to just take a pill. And we think we don't think about the repercussions of that pill. We only think about how it's going to make me feel better right now. And I can move on with my life and not deal with it. And I think that 
um, you know, one of the things I want you to talk to us about today is being preventative because, you know, there's no reason to wait till it gets to a point where it's this much of a problem. We can be doing something every day. And you know what? You can't live with the mentality that it won't happen to you because it can. So you have to look at it as, you know, that you're being, um, you know, proactive in our health. And just like you said, and like, proactively making little changes until they become habits, right? Absolutely. And you know what? It is small changes, small changes over time. It's, you know, I look at the um, continuum, so to speak, from the standard American diet that is, you know, a lot of processed foods, heavy in meats that maybe aren't organic or, um, you know, they've been um, not treated the way we would prefer. Um, And then you look at that, And you go to the other extreme that is a whole foods, plant-based, organic um, type of diet. So I think each one of us as an individual has to um, figure out where we fall on that continuum and then make baby steps and changes to get to where you want to be. And and I think it's such an individual thing also. So many times we say, well, this is the perfect diet. Everybody should eat gluten-free. Everybody should not eat dairy. But I do believe that um, it it should be a very individual type of process that each one of us needs to figure out for ourselves what's best for us from a a diet perspective. Totally. And even just listening to our body. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah. So as far as, you know, you mentioned that on your website, you eat well. Um, if you eat well, you'll be well. And I couldn't agree with that more. And I, um, I, I wish everybody would take this as seriously as you're, you're talking about and you're, you know, teaching people. Let's talk a little bit about how, you know, plant-based foods, whatever foods that you really think are, um, and I know there's a huge long list, but maybe just give us some ideas of how food can be used as preventative medicine. Absolutely. So if you look at your plate, um, one of the, and if we talk about what the ideal plate would look like to, uh, to live, um, I believe, our healthiest life, half of our plate would be filled with fruits and vegetables. Um, and I think that uh, many times we think about, you know, that everything should be organic. Um, and if, if from that perspective, um, there's going to be a cost involved. So uh, we know that there are certain uh, fruits and vegetables that we really should eat organic because of the pesticides um, and just, uh, you know, that they're so um, detrimental to us. But there are other fruits and vegetables that have a very thick skin that we really don't have to buy organic. But half of our plate should be fruits and vegetables. Uh, About a quarter of the plate should be a healthy protein, and whether that be... um, you know, like an organic grass-fed beef, um, if you do eat, if you decide to eat red meat or if, uh, some type of a lean beef, uh, chicken, fish, um, you know, if you're plant-based, then you're going to go with a lot of the beans and the um, uh, other, other um, legume-based proteins. And then you have a quarter of your plate that should be grains. And the majority of the grains that you eat on a daily basis should be um, a whole grain. So, um, and and the whole grain is, you know, you can see that by looking at the label of a product. Um, It's always going to be uh, show a whole wheat or a whole grain as number one ingredient for that um, 
for that bread or that grain product. And that should be a whole grain, regardless of if it's a rice, a pasta, or a cereal. By eliminating the white foods in our diet, um, like the white rices, the white pastas, the white breads, um, that, uh, that will take so many people to a different level. Just doing that one step, Jennifer. Um, but definitely with the fruits and vegetables, um, you know, we need five or more servings a day. Um, and that's a minimum. If we could go to eight to 10 servings a day. And um, again, they should be whole fruits and vegetables and not like a fruit juice. Um, mm -hmm. So it's better to, you know, have tomato, to, uh, tomato versus tomato juice or mm -hmm. an orange versus orange juice. Mm -hmm. um, nuts and seeds, you know, if everyone could eat a handful daily. Um, and that's just about a quarter of a cup of a nut or a seed or um, a nut butter. Um, so there's so many different, um, ways that we can evaluate eating healthy and preventative, um, with, by just looking at our plate. And I think that's a great way to start. Yeah. You mentioned how there's certain fruits and vegetables that we should really try to buy organic. Can you kind of mention, um, those, you know, that make for the, for the listeners that may not know that list, can you give us a brief synopsis? synopsis of what we should be buying organic if possible? Yeah, that's a great question. And actually, the Environmental Working Group, it's the EWG, every year they, what they will do is they will evaluate fruits and vegetables, and they put out a list of the Dirty Dozen or the Clean 15. And I actually have it on my keychain that I carry in my purse. But And it changes on, a, um, on an annual basis. But like the number one product that, the, I'm sorry, the number one fruit that you should buy um, organic now with strawberries. And as we know, you know, they're coming into season. Um, and actually, if you look at the price of organic strawberries versus non-organic, many times it's a 50 cent or a dollar difference when they're in season. So I think that's something that's really important. Anything with a thicker skin, like a watermelon, a banana, um, a cantaloupe, those type of uh, produce, uh, you know, it's fine uh, I believe not to buy those organic. Um, the question I, I know I, uh, I lead what's called um, the Buffalo Perinatal uh, and uh, it's a, it's a network of women that meet um, a couple of times a month and I do a nutritional workshop for them. And the question always becomes, well, is it better? Should I not buy fruits and vegetables if I can't afford to buy organic? And you know, again, the response is it's, I, I honestly feel even with the dirty dozen, you're better off to buy that fruit or vegetable and clean it really well. Maybe clean it with vinegar um, and rinse it really well and then dry it really well. And that will be better, um, you know, than, than not eating that fruit because it's not organic. Um, the other option too is to, to buy frozen Mm -hmm. um, buying frozen vegetables is a, it's a great option. In fact, um, you know, I think that the thought is out there that eating fresh is the healthiest, but many times those frozen vegetables come, you know, they're, uh, ripe and just picked from the fields. And then they're, um, actually frozen within, uh, you know, within a day or two, um, maybe even less after they're picked. So many times your frozen produce can be a better or the healthiest option over fresh, uh, and then, you know, your fresh and probably the least healthiest would be your canned 
produce. But if you're thinking about or or you know canned veggies, but if it's compared, you know, uh, a can of green beans versus a donut, go with the can of green. Beans. <laughs> Oh, yes. I went to a kinesiologist, or I, I go to a kinesiologist. The first time I went, she found metal in my body and metal oh. in my son's body. And I was eating healthy, and I just couldn't. I was like, what? Where did this come yeah. from? Yes. And she said, well, do you eat um, canned tuna fish? And oh. I said, yes. And then I never did it again. And I've completely, over time, eliminated all canned vegetables. But that really sticks in my head when she said that, like knowing that there was actually metal in my son's body. Um, and there was something I could do about it. Yes, absolutely. You know? Yeah. So Sally, when you talk, like, let's just take, let's just talk about this for a second, taking strawberries as an example. Yeah. What about, cause I mean, there's so many amazing farmer stands and that's like my favorite place to shop. So what about when it's a local farmer stand with local strawberries, but they're not per se organic? Yeah. What do you think about that? You know what? I I love that question because um, I so agree with you now with all the farmers markets that are out there. Um, I think that the best thing you can do is talk to that farmer because usually the farmer is the one that will be selling those strawberries. You know, so you can ask them. Um, and sometimes even if they're organic and they're, uh, you know, next to a farm that sprays, you know, maybe there could be some residual from that farm. So it's really, really important to get into those conversations at those um, farmers markets and those farm stands. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, um, I would still try to buy the organic, Jennifer, and then uh, you know, if, if not, buy the local, wash them really, really well, and um, again, dry them. So many people think if they just wash them and not dry them, that uh, that's going to make a difference, which it will, but it won't make as much as a difference if you dry because many times that residual is left on there and by taking a paper towel or a kitchen, um, you know, rag just to make sure it's, make sure it's dry, that will really help. Yeah, that's a good point. And you know, it's funny because when you talk about um, these local, like asking the farmers, I've realized when I started trying to go more of, a healthy, you know, for my kids, my family, whether it be locally grown or organic, I started, you know, going to these farmer stands and talking with the people selling the produce. And I've learned so much and they are more than willing to share with you how the process works and where the stuff is coming from. And, you know, the funny thing is, is like, um, they're like the highlight of my year this year was locally, um, where I live, a farmer stand decided to rent indoor space for the entire winter. So it was just the, I was so, that was probably like the best thing that could ever happen to me is not have to buy (laughs) fruits and vegetables at the grocery store (laughs) in the winter. Um, So I was telling everybody about it. And basically I go in there once a week and I would fill up bags of produce for no more than $30. Now here's the thing. A lot of times we think, well, we can't afford to go this route. And what I've learned over the last, you know, five years or so is number one, when you keep buying from the same person locally, a lot of times they really appreciate it. And the person that I buy from, he'll say, oh, here, take this or try this vegetable or, oh, you didn't, you know, if I'll say, oh, that garlic I bought last week was um, a little, you know, soft or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. He's yeah. very honest. And I actually get more for my money. And then the other thing is, 
When you start eliminating a lot of those processed foods from your grocery list, you're actually cutting your bill down. So why not, you know, use the extra money for these types of, you know, fruits and vegetables? Yes, absolutely. You know, that is just... Gosh, that's just such a great point. There, um, and if I can just plug our website, Eat Well Buffalo, we currently, we started in May. Every Friday is Farmer's Markets Friday, and we highlight a different farmer's market. We talk about, you know, yeah, different vendors that are there and their hours and what days they appear in that. But there's also the CSAs, and the CSAs are, you know, it's a great um it's a, it's a great way that we can support our local farmers. And I know there's multiple, multiple ones in this area. Um, we support our local farmers and um, you can pick up your weekly, um, and then most of them are starting about now, your, your produce, um, or you, know, uh, you can have somebody go out and pick it up that you're sharing it with. But um, you usually commit to a season. So from May to like October, um, and you pay up front. But again, you're getting local produce, it's fresh, you know where it's coming from, and uh, you know again, you're supporting the local farmers. But your point about going to the farmers market and talking to uh, the farmers, it's, it's a great one because um, you know they're, they're the ones that are knowledgeable and they know, and if you're a repeat customer, um, you know they'll let you know when things are coming into season, how best to use them and other things they've heard. So it's, the farmers markets are just great. There's music, there's you know other products besides um, produce a lot of times there's coffee and teas and buffalo products um, so it, it's just a it's just a fun time and a fun thing to do with the family yeah it is and it's really cool to do it when you travel and go to their local oh, yes. farmers market yes I love doing that with our kids because yeah. you know like when we're in Florida we'll go to theirs and they will find stuff we would never find here in New York so it yeah. teaches the kids and it gets them to try things that they normally wouldn't try and we'll find, you know, exotic fruit and bust it open and, you know, look at it. And, um, yeah. they really, I think a lot of times moms, um, want to incorporate this into their, their home and their life and they feel resistance from their children. But I feel like if you just slip it, if you make the changes little by little, that it just becomes a lifestyle for them. And let's face it, I mean, mom buys the groceries most of the time, mom cooks the meal, and you're in control of what comes in that house. So if there's, you know, not processed snacks in the cupboard and there's only pears and apples and bananas, if they're hungry enough, they'll eat it. That's right. That's, you're exactly <laughs> right. It makes so much sense. I know. It's really great, you know, to buy local in season. Um, there is this one philosophy that says we should not uh, – whatever's in season locally is what we should be eating because yes. our bodies are somewhat in sync with, you know, nature and yeah. our surroundings. So it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. I love that, you know, and it's, it's cool because even in our, in our family, there's a lot of people that hunt, um, in my daughter, she, you know, she's a girly girl teenager, but she will get out there and you know, hunt with dad. And she has just grown up in this kind of environment. So she actually now being a, you know, a high schooler asks me, like, she actually gets mad if I run out of produce during the week, because that's what she takes for lunch. Wow. And that's not something that we force her to do. It's just become a lifestyle. We talk about health so much that they, they want to make that choice. They don't want to be unhealthy. How important is that? That is yeah. so important for the rest of their lives, but they're yes. doing right now. So that's, so that's true. kudos to you, honestly. It's great. I mean, 
I just want to encourage any mom listening to that this kind of lifestyle, if you're on the other end of the spectrum, it doesn't happen in a week. It's small, tiny little baby steps and you just keep having those conversations. So tell us like, you know, a lot of people listening to this, Sally, are busy moms and it can be extremely overwhelming. I mean, it's, let's face it, it's so much easier to throw a box of macaroni and cheese on the stove than it is to prepare, you know, the plate that you just explained to us. But on the other hand, is that just in our minds? Is it really just as easy to transfer to a healthy lifestyle and give up that box of macaroni and cheese if you have a plan? Oh, you know what? That it, Being prepared is critical mm-hmm. to your health. Um, and there are so many things that we can do. And we think, you know, it's so much easier to grab a frozen food um, and stick it in the microwave or to stop at, you know, a fast food place. But um, when you look at the rewards that you get. And actually, it doesn't take any more time, I don't believe it does, than eating unhealthy. And some of the things that you can do, Jennifer, is one, I, I love this, is use a crock pot. Yes. Um, you know, I think it, it's in the morning, you get up and you have your ingredients, you put them in the crock pot. It takes maybe five minutes to put them in there. Uh, then when you come home, you know, you've got that meal ready, ready for you. Um, I love my crock pot. <laughs> oh, right. I do too. Even in the summer, I'll use the crock pot because it's, uh, you know, it's healthy and it's, and it's prepared when you come home. Um, be prepared. Always have a shopping list, you know, keep that going. Um, I always feel that there's staples that you have on hand. And like with me, I, I carry roasted chickpeas in my car and I know that sounds, and I, you know, tell my friends this and they're like, roasted chickpeas. Well, because they're high in protein, they're high in fiber, they're nutritious, and they're filling. So if I'm driving home from work and I get into my driveway and I know the first thing you want to do is go in and just eat whatever you can get your hands on. But mm-hmm. if, you ha- if you're eating or snacking on this type of a thing, um, you know, it's going to uh, satisfy you a little bit more. And it's also nutritious. So, yeah. And I'm not saying people have to eat, keep roasted chickpeas in their car, but I'm just saying be prepared and, um, you know, maybe carry, um, some healthy snacks in your purse and your diaper bag, um, in your car. So you're not going to be driving through Tim Hortons or I shouldn't say Tim Hortons, but a donut store and picking up, you know, a coffee and some donut holes. Yeah. Um, so it's being prepared, having the items, the staples on hand, Um, there's so many things that we can have, I think in our refrigerator, in our freezer, um, you know, pasta sauces, um, a whole wheat taco shell. So you can always have that taco night. You can always have that, uh, whole wheat pizza dough. So you can, you know, make something like that, frozen fruits, frozen vegetables, um, things like uh, a whole wheat noodle, uh, some of the whole grains with the rice and the quinoa and the different grains, um, even frozen chicken, frozen fish, uh, that type of thing. Have that, have those staples in your refrigerator. And um, my other kind of tip that I think is critical, Jennifer, is you, you need to take at least an hour a week. And I know it's so hard when your kids are little, but you need to take an hour a week, I think. Um, and I think usually the best day is Sunday, but it really depends upon what's best for each individual. But to kind of look at, you know, how they're going to plan out their meals that week and look to see, um, you know, what events you have going on in the evening and how much time you're going to have. And should you do a crock pot 
or, you know, maybe do a, a some kind of a pasta in the morning and then just throw in some fresh veggies and maybe a marinara sauce. Um, you know, it's a 10 minute meal uh, to, to kind of whip together so you can get out that door in a half hour after you get home if you've got, you know, dance or sports or whatever it is. So it's just uh, being prepared and, and organized. It's so true. And, you know, one of my favorite tips for you know, I will say, I totally agree with you about the one hour per week. Cause when I do that, our week goes so much better and I feel so much better. And so do the kids. Ah. Um, but one of the things I wanted to say too, that I love is that, you know, as moms, we think we have to come up with all these new recipes, like forget it. We don't have time. Just go like, come up with a list and just keep using the list over and over and over because I don't know about you, but I don't have time to be creative every week. No. Absolutely not. And that makes so much. And that's just smart. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's a it's kind of a proven track. But the other thing that really is nice, too, is if you're, you know, making um, chili or if you're making a stew, make double uh, and then make sure and take half of that and put it in the freezer. So, you know, if there is a night when you just don't have any time, you can just, uh, you know, stick it in the microwave or heat it up and then, uh, you know, have a have a healthy meal. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, one of the things I'm doing tonight, tonight is the night to plant the garden. Do you have a garden at your house, Sally? Yes, we do. <laughs> okay. So let me just get go off the grid here and talk about how do you keep your garden free from deer and rabbits? <laughs> because I was naive at first because I didn't have that problem. Now they've all figured out where it is, and it is like last year it was a disaster. Oh, it's so annoying when that happens. I yes. totally agree. We so we have um, a very fine wire fence that we the garden is up against the side of the house, mm -hmm. and then we have a fine wire fence that is you know kind of uh, guards the garden from the um, from the uh, rabbits and the deer and that. So yeah, we're able to for the most part prevent that. Yeah. I know. I was trying not to go uh, that route, but it seems like that's the only thing that everybody says works. Yeah, it is. I think it is. I know you've, you hear different things that they say keep them away, but I, I think that's really, you know, the barrier method is the only thing that really does work. <laughs> I swear they're out there every night just waiting for me to put the first plant on. <laughs> Watch it for your lights to go out and then they yes, up yes. and eating your lettuce. <laughs> Absolutely. So, well, I appreciate you so much, Sally. I'm so glad you came on today and for all your valuable information. It's just been um, so helpful to hear. And I just, Thank you. you know, I think it's something super important. The biggest thing I want everyone to take away from today is you don't have to, to, you don't have to implement everything we talked about. It's a lot. And if you're just getting started, it can seem overwhelming, but just start this week and sit down like Sally recommended to us for an hour and write down a couple changes you can make and start implementing those changes. And then when they become second nature, you can implement a couple more. And it doesn't have to be um, stressful or overwhelming at all. No, you're so right, Jennifer. I can't, I can't agree. I mean, everything that you said, I totally agree with. And I think that it's small changes. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the other things I just would love to throw in real quick. But, you know, drink water, carry a water bottle with you. I think that's something that um, makes you feel full many times if you're hungry, if you just get the water bottle out and drink some of that, that will, uh, that will absolutely help. Um, and eat home versus eating out. Um, mm. those type of things are things that we definitely can, you know, all incorporate. Yes, absolutely. Again, I just want to remind everybody that Sally's website is eatwellbuffalo.com. 
That's that's the right website, right, Sally? Yes. Okay. So check it out. Definitely Google, if you're not in the Western New York area, Google your own area. Look up where the local closest local farmer's market is. Get down there. Get to know them this season. Ask the questions. They're more than willing to share their knowledge with you. And, you know, think about ways that you can um, eat better but still save money at the same time. It's definitely very doable. So thank you, Sally, so much. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you so much. And thanks for everybody listening to another episode of the 29 Minute Mom.